My name is Joshua Potts, he's Aaron Potts, and we're your favorite two black runners coming at you every single Two Black Tuesday! <laughs> and we're finally back on a Two Black Tuesday. It really feels good. It feels good to be back on like our certified like weekday, I feel like. We have our first podcast guest, multiple guests of 2021. And honestly, like this is really just going to be a great podcast. I really do think that, Aaron. What are you thinking? Dude, I'm super hyped. First of all, sorry, everybody. We've been messing up not being there on Tuesdays. But we're back. And we starting off with this one today. We got a, a couple more fire podcasts coming, with, coming to you with some great guests. And I love this one because... We're, we're talking about a new team. People haven't heard of them yet, but they will go into this Olympic year. So I think this is going to be a great podcast. And a lot of people are going to learn about some fast women that they didn't know about before in the past. So I'm excited to get into this. Yeah, we have three great women from the new Under Armour running team, Dark Sky Distance, based in Flagstaff, Arizona. And honestly, they went off at the beginning of December, all getting the Olympic A standards, running some of the fastest 10K times in the world this past year in 2020. And it really is an honor just to be on a podcast with all three of them. But without a further ado, let's just let's just get in and get into it. They're here with us right now on Zoom. So could we just go around real quick for if you guys could just say your name where you're from and yeah if we could start with Sharon and then Rachel and then we need to finish it off as well hi everyone uh, my name is Sharon Bakeri I am originally from Eldora Kenya and I live here in Arizona uh, Flagstaff Arizona and yeah that's a little bit about me you get to know more about me as we go on so <laughs> love it love it Rachel my name is Rachel Schneider. It's awesome to be here with you guys. Um, I'm from Maine and live in Flagstaff, Arizona. My name is Quinn Onati, and thank you uh, for having us, guys. Um, I'm originally from Eritrea, but I, I used to live in Virginia, and now I am living in New Mexico. Yeah, and it's really great to have all three of you guys, especially Winnie as well, because you recently just joined the team, and it's crazy that you just got Winnie on this team, because like you guys are really like new as well. I believe Dark Sky formed in uh, September of 2020, and it's really crazy that you guys were able to have like such big accomplishments in 2020, because I think everyone knows 2020 was one of the, some of the like the worst years that I feel like the date ever in Earth in the past couple of years. But you guys had like an amazing year, I feel like, from PRs to getting the Olympic A standard at the Sound Running Track Meet. Then even Rachel, you got engaged as well. So uh, if we could just start with Rachel first, just how was 2020 for you and what did you learn most from this past year? Yeah, 2020 was a bit of a roller coaster, I think probably like for everyone. Um, definitely had some pretty pretty tough moments between everything going on with the pandemic and um, running wise, I, I had a bit of an injury this summer that took me out for a few months. But it also had so many high highs. And, and that's, I think, the things I'm really taking away from 2020 is just being super grateful for all the all the good things in my life. And, and first and foremost, for good health, um, mm. both from a running standpoint, but just, you know, with everything going on all over the world, it's it's definitely health is is uh, not something i ever want to take for granted so 
um, yeah, I think I think all the silver linings from 2020 and just really super appreciating those is is something I'm uh, leaving 2020 with and going into 2021 feeling full of gratitude and really looking forward to chasing some big things. Yeah, definitely. I would say too, like I just think about about my health so much. Um, I didn't even get sick this entire year, and yeah, a lot of people didn't make it out of 2020. So that's just one thing to to be grateful uh for in a time like this um sharon what about you you know like rachel said i think it was just like really tough just trying to figure out things and you know it worked out well we all had our good times and you know there were other hard times and we're grateful for what we got you know you 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 get good uh, bad times to make up for the good times so i think it like it made us stronger in a sense that you know we build like the relationship where you get to like build yourself work on who you are and you know the better you are the better you make everybody else around you so i think um it was just like a year that you it was like oh we have to check a few things here and there and i think it you know it made us all better in a way and um even though it was hard not being able to like be with family and you know, harder seeing people losing their loved ones. So um, it's it's sure like going into this year, I think now it's like, okay, you know, we've gone through the hard times. So now it's like the time that we start to build up and get stronger and, you know, just having people like, you know, a big, a team and a community to support each other. And, you know, I think that was a big thing and um as we go forward you know we're just gonna be remember the last year as a year that you know we had we got to see everything uh in this world and you know we went through it stronger um so looking forward i think it's just gonna be uh take every chance that you get and you know use it to the fullest and be grateful for everything that you've got because you don't never know how your health is going to be tomorrow or like, you know, what you're going to get tomorrow. So just being, uh, knowing the situation that you are in and appreciating it. Um, so. Most definitely. I think that's a perfect message just for any year and any new phase that you go into your life. And speaking of just like roller coasters of this year, I'm pretty sure Winnie's, uh, your year of 2020 had to be such a big roller coaster. Coming off of 2019, you're the NCAA cross country champion and then i'm pretty sure you win the ones going to 2020 and like win an outdoor track title again and all that but then your indoor season got cut and then the outdoor season for ncaa gets cut and then cross countries get cut again and now you left college early and now you're you're a pro runner uh just how what was your biggest ups and your biggest downs from 2020 and what you learned most well 2020 was a little different it's um like I had a lot of expect expectations in 2020, but it's not always, um, it doesn't go as a plan sometimes. So you have to take that. Mm. So for me, um, first when the NCA got canceled and stuff, I had no idea what I'm going to do. I was like, wow, this seems like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go after this. But then I, I think this is, um, a little up and down that prepare us for something like this. So I just take the positive side of it. And I was like, I'm, I never um, 
take a step back from working hard and uh, put the big goals in front of me. I just keep chasing my dream no matter what. And um, I'll say this is not the first time that I have been a lot of up and down in my life. So for me, it's just like a little different, but it's the same thing what I have been going through uh, before. So I just like, um, I was so thankful to be healthy and to hear my family that doing well, because that was the scariest thing in 2020. And I just said, God, please take me before I see my family. <laughs> I've, I've been praying to stay healthy and keep um, working hard. And when the time comes, I'm for sure I was um, gonna be ready. But also just uh, put the big golf in front of me, just uh, working hard. And um, of course there was a lot of unknown time. But to me, as I said, um, I was hoping that someday it's going to change and I have to be ready for it. Also, what I have to say is like, I keep telling myself that I have to stay positive and strong and a good times can happen during bad times. That's um, yeah. exactly what happened. So when I heard um, from this um, different companies and different professional team, I was so excited, you know, this is like what I've been waiting for. And I have to take this moment and it's just like, I never um, step back to take that opportunity as well. Just uh, moving on to different level. And of course, um, something's gonna change. It's, we're gonna say 2020 was this kind of year when it's done. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and Sharon, you kind of touched on this for a moment too, um, about just being around and having that having that community around you. Um, with everything that went on this year in 2020, from the social unrest to COVID, what did it mean to just have have a team around to train with and just people to kind of keep you solid throughout this time? I would say, I mean, since like everything we're about to lock down, I think it was like, it was one of those that you're inside all day and then you're like, when it gets to time for training, you're like, yes, I'm excited to see someone else that's not just me. and you know, the person that you're staying with. And, you know, just to be out there and see people happy, even when everything seems like, you know, very, very hard. Um, I think it was like exciting. And just like getting out and seeing people, you know, it, it was really, really great. And we, I mean, we're very lucky here in Foxtel because we have all these trails that we could go out and at least still be like able to run with uh, each other, with the team and, um, I think that really, really helped us uh, mentally and because, I mean, and physically too. Because, I mean, you, you were both like harder on both sides and um, like, unlike everybody else, we were still able to like be out and be with each other and still like go on with like our practice, but still making sure like we're being careful and making sure everybody else is healthy and, you know, not spreading it out so yeah and one other thing i wanted to just ask i want to uh speak to rachel too because all three of you have gone through and i and i can relate a little bit too i went through so many transitions in 2020 i moved i, I got a new job I, I got i got a girlfriend shout out to me but oh yeah i, I wanted to ask rachel <laughs> you just got in you just got engaged i wanted mm -hmm. to to ask, like, what has it been like just going through life transitions? Weenie, you, you had that too, like moving to this team and everything. What has it been like dealing with these 
transitions amid all this craziness in the world? Oh gosh, it's been like the best part of 2020. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, I think when I'm thinking back, like 2020, I got to spend so much, so much extra time with my partner, my fiance. Um, and that was just like such a gift to have so much more time together. And actually similar to you, we moved houses and um, I think that process could be very stressful, but since we had so much extra time, it was just really fun. Like we got to do things that we wouldn't have been able to do, like all these house projects and renovations and go for all these extra walks with our dogs. And um, just having extra time together was such a blessing. So um, yeah, and then getting engaged, I, I don't know if I view that as much of a transition as just taking that next step. <laughs> Sharon's also engaged over there. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm, I, I'm just too excited. Mine is old. Hers is still pretty new. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yours is old so news, like, I guess. Old excitement is hers. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon's been engaged for over a year, but she's also living that engaged yeah. life right now. So, nice. um, but yeah, they're they're like I think a lot of the things that you talk about as transitions were just really happy and and positive things of 2020 that totally enhanced my happiness. And I, I also think when it comes from like a training standpoint, like the happier I am, at least like the the better I am as a performer and. So, uh, yeah, Sharon's mm. shaking her head, too, but that's... Uh... Yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were they were easy changes, awesome changes. Yeah, and it, it looks like it seems like it all worked out for you because we saw, we saw all three of you run at the track meet and you killed it. Everyone getting that Olympic A standard. What did it, what did it feel like and what did it mean to you to be in that race together as a team and go uh, one, two, four, I believe, and all just get the Olympic A standard. Start with Winnie. Well, like it feels great. It's like one thing that, um, it like as I said, like a, a good things can happen during bad times. So this is like the things that the moment that we have to take. Um, it's it's amazing. It's amazing to have that opportunity since I've been um, joining the as a, this professional team. And I know there's going to be a lot of good moments, but this was um, something big to celebrate with my teammates. And I was so happy to put that uniform and run with them and have that opportunity and um, get the standard. And then when you guys were going into that race, was there ever a thought of like, man, like, let's go one, two, four, let's go one, two, three. Like, wouldn't that be cool? Sharon, did that ever cross your guys' mind when you guys were thinking about maybe strategizing before the race? I mean, we before before going into that, we had done a few workouts together and like we were whole like feeling great and, you know, but like never, we never really thought we were going to go like that, you know, but during the race, somehow uh, midway during the race, we were all together and, you know, just hearing our, uh, our coach shouts, and uh, on the side, it's like, oh, you guys are doing great. You know, you're all together. Just stay together. You know, you know, it just, it just motivates you. And I feel like during the race, we're just like, you know, if I go in front or if Wendy goes in front, if Rachel goes in front, we're just like, let's stick together, you know. And then just finishing and looking at, you know, we're all together there. You know, we just kick it. I have never kicked in my life that fast. Like, <laughs> I felt like I was sprinting. I am serious. I was like, how? But it was just. It was just that the feeling of like knowing that I have, you know, my teammates are up there. I need to go get to them. You know, we have to do this together as a team. 
but you know just being there all of us like we've never been i don't think we've raced since like like in a team that like sit together in a very long time i don't think so we've all been mm-hmm. like separate so just being together like that and then finishing like it was amazing i have watched that video so many times and every time it just still gives me chills like i just it's a, but it's just the beginning you know it's just the beginning it just shows you that we have a really great future ahead and i'm really looking forward to like racing and you know doing that for more you know races to come in the future so um it for me it was like it was like okay you need to get your shit together you need to get your stuff together you know you need to <laughs> yeah. you know like you, you you have we all have to be there together for us and for the team and you know so um i am really excited and you know looking forward to like doing and running and you know walking out and doing all this like crazy stuff with my teammates so yeah i was just gonna say y'all definitely put dark sky on the map with that race and it was just like we me and joshua they're watching it we're like oh there's nas leading here there's dark sky distance there's all these different <laughs> women's teams but you 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 all were the new team and y'all showed up and did your thing and rachel was in that your your 10k debut and you went in took the win and got a olympic a standard like wait what what was that like because you ran 201 402 in, in a 10k that's a lot a lot of laps what was it like for you <laughs> too many laps <laughs> it's definitely a lot of laps um that being said i i think the last couple of years I've, I've really kind of probably done more 10k training than people realize um i just haven't raced it yet but hey I, I really want to touch on kind of what sharon was saying you know we all went into that race like feeling so excited for the opportunity and like so just stoked to finally be racing together but there was there was never really talk of like outcome like we were never talking about like mm-hmm. what place would be good or like even even hitting standards like i i went in just just so like excited to put my spikes back on it had been oh gosh at least 10 months since my last race and and over like 14 months since my last outdoor meet so I was I was just excited to get back out there and uh, just compete. So I think all three of us were like, all right, like we know we're fit. Let's like compete. And uh, we found each other so much throughout the race. Like there were points in the race where like, you know, I was leading the three of them, and then like Sharon and then Wayne, and we were just like all kind of I think like elevating each other and and helping each other stay yeah. calm by by collectively like being being around each other. So. Um, yeah, it was really, it was, it was a really fun debut just to all do it together and, and to finish strong like that one, two and four, we were, we were all gunning down the home stretch. So that was, that was definitely a special, a special night for the three of us. They all have said it, but for me, to be honest, so like I know Rachel have been in a lot of big races, like World Championship and, um, other big races, like the, the SM trails. Um, she knows how to stand with the big race, but for me, and like, I also see um, Sharon running very well and just coming from NPS and I was like, I have no idea, but I'm just going to do whatever my teammates do. So like, I know as Sharon mentioned, we had a great workout at um, Sedona together and I was like, this is gonna, what's going to be the race look like. So I'm just going to go there. This was like the first time that I take the 10K seriously because in college, I just have to do it to qualify for NPS, but this time... And I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm pretty sure we're going to do something big, all of us. But just 
not pressure. I'm just going to go and try my best. That's like how I work into the race. And it was a great night and like a night to remember for the entire of our life that we show up, three of us, and we did so well. I'm so proud of that. And also, Winnie, I know you said there was no pressure, but like, were there just like a little bit of nerves or butterflies? Because this was like your pro debut. I'm pretty sure this was something that like you dreamed about for the last couple of years. Like, was this, were there, what were the butterflies like before the race or if there were any? It's funny because I, I always don't get um, nervous before my race. But what I was thinking is I have no idea what the race going to look like because I haven't raced for a while. I forget how to run. Honestly, I, I, I have no idea what I'm going to do during the race, but I would just like keep going and I feel like, oh, it's, I still hanging on and it feels good. I, I think I can do this. And that's like the entire race that I wasn't thinking about anything at all. I was thinking is, wow, I, like I stayed until now, so I think I can do well in this race. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy when you're just racing and you're just such in the moment and then you're like, wait, I'm about to... I'm about to win. Like, wait, <laughs> we're all together. Wait, what's going on? Yeah, like, but it's, like, right. it's funny at the same time because I was so confident about like my training, and but mm. the problem was like, as Rachel mentioned, she had been she had been raced for 14 months or so. Like, I was about like, I wasn't racing for a while as well. So I just like totally forget what feels to be in, uh, in the race gear, and I was like. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to keep going. It feels good. Just going to finish it strong. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And it's really cool that you guys do this on, like, really Dark Skies debut. And we kind of just want to jump into how that how that formation all really came. Like, how did Dark Sky really come together with the heads of Stephen Haas and Shayla Houlihan? If, Rachel, you want to start off, like, when did you – when did it uh, when did it seem real that, like, this club was going to come together here in Flagstaff? Yeah, I believe that Stephen Haas had really been dreaming this up for, for years, actually. He's been based in Flagstaff um, even a little bit longer than I have. I've been here four and a half years now. And and uh, I signed, this is my seventh year with Under Armour. And since the beginning, they've kind of always been talking about forming a team and how cool it would be to uh, get one going in Flagstaff. So it was yeah, it was kind of a long time in the making and, and sharing sharing came out probably two years ago now and, and that was like a huge, you know, like okay, like we're getting the people here and and slowly like, you know, more and more people were coming on. So for the group to finally kind of get that structure and to be announced this um, a couple months ago is it was really cool to see that happen and, and it's so awesome like to see you know, Under Armour's investment in the runs, the elite run space, like really grow and, and their presence in Flagstaff really blossom too. So it's, uh, it's been cool to watch that kind of happen gradually, but now it feels like it's really just launched like big time. Yeah. Cause you, you all like Under Armour's really going all in with district track club over on the East coast with that mid distance crew. And then you have, you guys have some mid, some mid distance runners as well. But just with your debut and that that 10K and everyone getting that A standard, it's really just, it's putting Dark Sky Distance on the map. It's putting District Track Club on the map. But yeah, it's showing that Under Armour really is ready to make that investment. Um, Sharon, how did you first hear about this Under Armour team? You came out as a NCAA champion. Uh, so how did how did they approach you? Was it, was it Steven? 
Yeah, I kinda I came here for a visit while I was still in college because I, my fiance was here already, so I came to visit just for like, you know, summer and then I came we actually came December before and then I came summer and then so I was just coming and going. I wasn't really and then like before I graduate, like I think my last year is when um I came here and Rachel was here training already so it was it was really exciting you know in college when you go and you meet your favorite pro and you're like so excited to run <laughs> and I remember there was one workout that I did with Rachel and like man I was just dying for my I'm like you know I just gotta hang you know I just gotta stay in there and just <laughs> and I think it was so great just you know getting that workout with her I think that really opened up a lot of things and um because Ed was going to move here initially. So then I was like, you know, I, after, if I graduate, I was done in March. So I was done indoors and then I didn't have outdoors. So I was just like, I ran, I think, NCA indoors and then that was it. So then I, after that, I had to do, I think there was a race I did. And after that is when Steven was like, you know, we would like to, for you to come and, you know, join us here and, you know, train with us. And, you know, it was a bonus because, I mean, Ed is here. Rachel and then Haas and I had already formed like Frank here so it was like it wasn't like a big decision so I was like I it, it was like I already knew I was gonna come here and so when the opportunity of like I know you want to join the end of I was like you know I, I yeah why not you know because I it's like a like I knew I was gonna be training with Rachel we had we initially ran with and I was <laughs> so then I was like yeah you know I'm excited to be to come and you know, get into this uh, professional life and, you know, be able to compete and um, just having a normal, like, supporters has just been so great. So I think it's like I've been here since, like, 2019 May. So it's been, like, almost I'm going to my second year and it's been great, you know, just having, um, like, a company that believes in you and wants to build you and wants to make you better and, you know, support you in every, every aspect of your life. I think that's been great. And, you know, so... Then I came here and it was like, there was a few other people. I think it was Emily and um, Bailey, I think. So it was like already getting bigger. So it was just like a matter of time to get more people and, you know, just build, like make the group stronger and stronger. And, um, you know, and here we are now, you know, just by distance. It's like, it's already, it's like a big thing is going. So it's exciting just seeing how, bigger and bigger it's getting and how stronger and how old we are all getting like you know all these like we got Wayne this year you know we've yeah. got like, a lot of other people and it's it's getting bigger and I'm, I'm i'm really excited it's like it's just as richard said it's just been like happening in a very long time and just to see like that like this big step being taken it's like it's one of the of uh many that's coming and I know, you know, we have a good future ahead and I'm really excited and, you know, I'm just looking forward to be better with them and, you know, just to keep running and keep doing what we love. And, uh, Wayne, did the, did the newness of this team coming together, did that, was, it, was that a draw to you too, to be a part of like something new and also help like build up, build up the program? Well, for me, it, like I just joined the team, but um, just I have, I have to say that um, I was a big fan of Rachel when she ran in the same trail. And whenever she got in, she was so nice and she would like say hi. And I was like, oh, this, this is so nice. And 
I see her running very well and accomplishing like big things in her life. And um, I was like, what company did she run for? And I figured out that she ran for Under Armour. And I see Sharon, we used to run in college together. And I saw her that she joined the Dark Sky Defense in Flagstaff. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I did not know that mm-hmm. the team. And I um, started following them and tried to figure out more about them. And it was amazing to see the team um, effort and like the tightness together. And I was like, wow, this is the team that I'm looking for. And um, I talked to Steven and he was like, oh, wow. Like um, he uh, like, I just uh, decided to work as, as an agent first with him. And he said, you know what? I will give you the like all the opportunity, but we would love to have you in Flagstaff as well. So I went to visit Flagstaff and I met all the team. It was amazing and i just like quickly like fell in love with the team and i was like this is amazing i love this team i just want to be a part of them so um we um had a great um dinner together all the team and the next day i spent um a day with sharon and then i had to meet rachel for dinner and it was amazing so i just uh, i didn't even just like take time to make a decision i was like this is like i want to join their <laughs> so like <laughs> it's just like an easy decision i think after i take my visit so um it's amazing how um the team is growing really fast and also i know that um these people um is gonna make me the per- the better person so it's it's amazing to be a part of them yeah, that's really cool. And I just like how Sharon and Winnie, like you're giving your flowers to like Rachel, like both of the times that you guys talk about going to Dark Sky Distance. And I was just thinking beforehand, I think that would have happened because like when you look at between you three, like Rachel, you're kind of like the vet to yeah. these two uh, young women that have just joined into the sport. Like how has it been like taking on that type of leadership role, maybe helping them with strategy going into like your guys' last 10K and stuff like that, or even to workouts or just like talking about training, anything like that. How has it been uh, taking up that leadership role as like the little kind of the veteran on the team? Oh man, I feel really, that was everything you guys just said was so kind. And and I don't even know if I was really aware of, aware of that role that I was in. Um, Cause I mean, the honest truth is, you know, like I'm, I'm learning and I'm growing from Sharon and Weenie too. Like it's, it's a, they're, they're incredible runners, but I mean, their stories as humans are, are so inspiring and, and uplifting. And I think uh, they probably don't realize how much they're also lifting me up throughout, uh, throughout getting to just share time and share miles together. So, um, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's an honor to be the veteran on the team and, and I, uh, I hope to, uh, have a positive impact on the team and and the Flagstaff running community but you know I think uh we all influence each other in really positive and and big ways that maybe go unnoticed sometimes or don't yeah don't hit the awareness sometimes but yeah yeah I can feel the I can feel the chemistry you all three have and yeah it's amazing to see you all just giving each other credit and you guys all influencing each other positively it's obvious from talking talking to you three that that's happening up there in Flagstaff and there's something special about that team up there. And I want to also just talk a little bit about like Stephen Haas and Shayla Houlihan. Like Stephen Haas, I've been hearing about him. When I first heard about him was with your fiance, Chesare Kim, 
him training, Cheserick training with him. I always see people up there and I just feel like he's been in the game for so long making these moves and same with the Shayla. And I, I feel like they don't really get their, they don't really get their flowers. I feel like people in the running world, if you're really in there, I feel like people know, but in the outside world, I feel like there's so much focus, you know, on those, those other bigger brands, bigger brands out there that they sometimes get over, overlooked. Can you just talk about their leadership as well on the team? Both of them, Steven and Taylor, they're the best humans you can ever really ask for. They're like, they're always there for you. You're like, you know, if you need anything, they're a phone call away or like a text away. And they would always just leave whatever they're doing just to make sure that you're getting, you know, everything that you need to be better. And I think just having them as our coaches is like, they do a lot for us. Like you don't really see until you don't, like you don't see it when you're not, like if you pay attention and sit down and, like look at all the things that you don't really see outside when when you go to training and stuff it's like it's a lot and you know it's like just being a coach is hard and you know having people from like different backgrounds like we're all like i feel like our group is from like mid distance to like marathon you know and we all have like almost everybody in different uh, events and they try to bring us together they try to make sure that they're getting everything for us to be better and always being there to support, always being there to push us if we need to be to get pushed, you know, if we need to like hold a little bit back. It's you know, I'm just like since I've moved here, it's like I after college I had a different coach and then here just it was like it was a smooth transition. It wasn't like a big it's easy to talk to them and you know, once you have that relationship with a coach then it's like it's better to like say what you want and I feel like they understand whatever you want. You tell them and they agree on you. They will be like, they'll sit down with you and they'll be like, okay, let's let's see what's better for you now or like in the future, you know. They want you to have a longer, like a longer running career or like a longer, you have to be stronger mm-hmm. for a long time, you know. They have to make sure that they're taking care of all the other small things too. So I think that's like one of the rare things that you would really get from my coaches. It's like they take care of both your physical and your mental and both your life outside of running. So um, I'm really grateful to have them, to you have them both as our coaches, so. Yeah, I think that's definitely important. You know, it's more, it's more than just running, you know, just to have someone just kind of backing you there for life. And I see that with you three as well. When Joshua was asking about uh, Rachel giving like training advice, I'm sure you guys have a lot of just talks about life as well especially being someone you know when winning when you finally move up there you know being new in the area just knowing that you have people that actually care about you as a person not just as a time is super important but also i wanted to ask like how is it having a shayla because you know just like having a a woman as your coach as well because sometimes we don't see that as much in our sport can you speak on the importance of having a female coaches as well yeah i think it's it's amazing i feel the same with uh, like the same with as sharon said because um they're both amazing and um it's good to have um two opportunities like the woman coach and then you have um even the men coach so like it's it's amazing and those two people take their job seriously and then um i feel like the communication is amazing between the runners and then they're also like so welcome um on the team so 
I feel like to be a better runner or a different runner than like others have, um, having a great relationship with your coaches is like very helpful. So to me, even when I make my decision, that's like one thing that I was looking for, to have um, a coach that I can co- I can communicate every day and to have a team that I feel a part of where I belong to. And then to feel that brand that, um it's not like yeah you're a runner i'm a coach you have to do this but like it's like yes i can help you um to achieve your goals wherever you want so we can do this so like i like that communication and um having two of them and our life is a blessing yeah most definitely i couldn't i would imagine like just how to be on that team and the team camaraderie camaraderie that goes along with having two great coaches like that. But I also wanted to talk on just like the team culture as well. Cause just in like this zoom call between you three, you guys all come from three different cultural like backgrounds from different places and different nations just for Rachel. How was that to be able to experience things like experience people from different cultures and then to have this one uniting thing of running and chasing that Olympic A standard, chasing, chasing PRs and trying to go to the Olympics. How was having that experience that uh, for you? Oh, it's the best. It's, uh, it's really expanding. Like I, I believe getting to witness and see and experience and talk to people from all over the world and from different cultures and, and just from different backgrounds within our own country. It's so invaluable. And it's so important, especially with everything going on in this country right now. And and under the last four years, like, I think the more conversations that we can have with people from other cultures and and backgrounds, that's, that's going to help us all grow and, and recognize our shared humanity, but also celebrate the beautiful differences of the different cultures that we, we come from. And, and I, I just think it's, it's so, it's so important. So to all have that into one team is just, it's it's a really unique and really special thing of dark sky distance that we get to like grow and like learn from each other so that's a it's been a really awesome thing at least at least for me um in being in this community so yeah we're into the new year now 2020 was such a crazy year especially we saw the olympics get postponed and now it's 2021 it's a new year and everyone had a year under the belts to train and, and get ready. And it's time to get ready for those that Olympics. So what would it mean to both of you to just reach the Olympics and accomplish that dream that almost every runner has? And it has it always been something that you've dreamed about, uh, starting with Rachel? Yeah, 2021 is going to be a big year. And... I think making that Olympic team is is something we're all all striving for and would be super super special to be on that team because what what we're seeing in the US right now is it's pretty rare and unique in the sense of how much depth we have for each event. I mean, there's like dozens of women running the Olympic standard in almost every event and and just raising the bar on what we've been able to do since, you know, the last couple of years. Like there's there's new normals of what like a big barrier is you know we're we're definitely seeing um a lot faster times and a lot more density at those faster times so it's going to be a tough team to make but it would be definitely a huge pinnacle in my career to be on that team and, and a huge honor to represent team usa at that stage so 
um, it's definitely definitely something I've got on my mind and uh, definitely striving for it right now. And then Rachel, I have a, another question as well. Uh, this is gonna be your is this gonna be your second time uh, going to the Olympic trials or uh, third time? But just like this is gonna be your first time running like the 10K, I would be assuming. Is that the only event that you're gonna be running at the trials? And just like what's what are you kind of are you approaching it with like a different mindset now, despite running a 15 at the, the trials or anything like that? Definitely different mindset. I mean, four and a half years ago during the 16 trials, I was pretty pretty young on the professional uh, professional stage, and I think I've, I've grown a lot, even even more so grown mentally than um, from a training standpoint. But feeling physically and mentally stronger going into these 2021 Olympic trials, and uh, it is it's I you know only ran the 1500 meter at the 2016 trials, so. The 2021 trials, it's going to be a little bit of a shakeup. I'll, I'll definitely be doing the 5K because that's the last couple of days. And then it's just whether mm -hmm. or not um, I will probably double. And that's either going to be a 10K 5K double or 1500 5K double. So we'll see as it gets a little closer. But, yeah. And as we were saying, saying off wax, <laughs> uh, the, U, the U.S. the U.S. women's has just gone crazy in the last couple of years. We saw in twenty in twenty twenty Shelby ran that fourteen twenty three American record. We saw the world record get pushed to fourteen oh seven. And I honestly believe a woman can break fourteen. But I just wanted to ask you, what has it been like? You know, you've done so many different events in track and field as well on that distance side. What has it been like just seeing the bar continually get raised? Yeah, it's super inspiring. I mean, I think we were talking a little bit off camera about just how how watching women that Winnie and I regularly compete with um, do these, you know, raise the bar to the next level. It's it's both inspiring, but it's also like, okay, we know we can do that too. So going back to the drawing board and training and, and not thinking that, um, I think I was mentioning, you know, like running a sub 15 5K used to be like a very big barrier. Very few women were doing it. And now not only are we seeing a lot more women break that barrier, but we're also seeing women run in the mid 14s. So that's kind of like the new, like, all right, like that's the next level we got to be at to like compete with uh, the best in the country and the best in the world. So um, it's kind of, it's kind of been awesome to see these women kind of set the new normal for what's uh, what, what it's going to take to make these teams and what it's going to take to medal at, at the world stage. Yeah, you guys, all these women, you guys are so fast, so, so fast. And then for uh, Winnie, like to be that little girl in Atria, has that always been a dream for you to go to the Olympic Games and compete on like a world stage? Like what would it mean to you to go and compete at the Olympics? Um, yes, absolutely. It's, it will be like a dream come true to stand with uh, world beasts or to run with just like amazing runners. So... Since like um, I start running, I've been saying one day I will be at the Olympics, and it's been like a dream of mine since I was young. So it's 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 an honor to be um, it will be an honor to be with the um, to make it to the Olympics, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. As you said, it's getting faster and faster, but like it's also such as um, inspiring just to see like these people are running really fast, and you said like well. If I if I made it this far, then I, then I can be like at their level one day. Also, yeah. So to speak more to that too, 
like Wayne, you said it was always your dream to make it to the Olympics. And um, we just wanted to ask too, was there ever a moment for you as well, Rachel, where you were like, man, I really have a future in this running thing where you felt like you could go pro and one day be competing to be on that Olympic stage? You know, mine was probably later than most people. Um, I played soccer most of my most of my childhood, even into high school and um, somewhere in the middle of high school, I started like really falling in love with running and, and also realizing I had potential to compete at the division one level. So I originally thought competing D1 college was like as high up as it went and that was going to be awesome for me. But then uh, again, kind of fell more and more in love with the sport in college and was reaching some success and, and didn't want it to be over um, competitively after college. So I, I think I'm more so like kind of lived in the present rather than was like, I wasn't that girl in second grade dreaming of running in the Olympics. But, um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, as I've grown in the sport, my, my goals and my dreams have also grown with that. And um, now I'm uh, dreaming probably as big as it gets. <laughs> Winnie, was it just always just the mission to make it there? Was there ever like a moment like in high school where you're like, wow, like I am really at the at the top level and I can do this for a long time. Well, like, yeah, I mean, coming to running, well, like I did not know anything where I was like back home and like when I was young. But then when I start knowing like about running and like watching this great runners in TV and when I, ha when I get access to the TV, Yes, that's like one thing that I want to be always. And it doesn't matter how uh, I was and it doesn't matter how um, how long it's going to take. I just keep telling my family one day I will be at the Olympics and you're going to see me at, in the TV. So to me, um, I know it's not going to be easy um, to get there. But yes, like that's what I'm working for. And that's like what. Um, I wouldn't say it's like you hit the um, last accomplishment that you want to do, but yes, it's an, uh, an honor to be a part of it. And then, yes, that's what I want to do. And I'll, one more I wanted to ask too, just like everything we went through 2020, like all this polarization that going on in the world and the Olympics has always been just, you know, a time for everyone in the world to come together. What do you... What do you, besides that, or what, what does the Olympics just like mean to you in general? Because like you said, Wendy, you grew up as a little girl watching that and you said, I'm going to be there on TV. What about it really inspired you? I think just like watching um, the runners and like um, putting that uniform in a present day of country. And like I even said, like um, last time um, when I see um, Mev Kuzlinski run and I saw him representing like um, USA and I said wow that's like this is what I'll, I want to put this in firm and want to be there and then also um, I was watching like Alison for like I love her and <laughs> I had more runners so like mm -hmm. <laughs> um, some of them are already retired some of them are still there but um, as a, a little girl when we were watching them running and it feels like wow it's amazing it's like this is like what where I want to be and this is like the person that like who I want to be and it's just like so inspiring to see like those people and also when I get here and 
um, running in college just like motivate me more and to put more work in running and be a part of this like great runners in the world. Yeah, then for Rachel, what does the Olympics really just mean to you to, with all these gathering of other sports and everything? What do you think it, it can really, if the Olympics are able to go on, like what can you do? Uh, what do you think they can really do for like the world right now as especially in America, it seems kind of broken in some places? It's a great question. I mean, everybody, most people are watching the Olympics and I think it symbolizes, you know, not just individuals, but teams like pushing each other to be better. And yes, better in the sport, but better collectively, like better as as a, like countries and better as a human race. And I think, I think that platform is just it's a beautiful place to to bring out the best in each other and and to lift each other up so i i so obviously hope the olympics are happening this year and and it can be a, a really unifying and empowering place to uh to come together and, and to inspire people to to be better on all sorts of levels yeah we're all praying for the for the olympics this year i'm confident that we're gonna find a way to make it happen I'm not too confident that we're going to have fans, but yeah. I'm confident that it will it will take place. Hopefully we can have fans too. Um, but from there, Joshua, I feel like we're getting towards these closeout questions. Yeah, I like, really do appreciate you guys coming on. And we'll finally uh, get you guys out of here after all of the interruptions <laughs> that we experienced. But the people don't know, the people don't know, but it's, it was kind of tough. It was kind of tough. We got there. We got to the end, though. We got some closeout questions that we really just want to know about you guys before we get out of here. And first off, like, do you guys have any uh, New Year's resolutions? It doesn't have to really be running based, but do you have any New Year's resolutions that uh, going into this next year, if uh, Winnie wants to start off first? Well, I didn't start with a new year because it's like every day is a new day to start real real resolution yeah. and i just like yeah i wouldn't say like i have something that i um change in like new year or something i feel that i respect well, that i respect are, that is there anything from 2020 that you're bringing into 2021 to continue uh improving yourself or is there anything that you're leaving behind in 20 you're leaving behind in 2020 because it was it was negative well, I always um, try to stay positive, mm -hmm. and that strong mindset from 2020 is going to be continuing 2021 because that helps to um, just keep going. Mm -hmm. Then what about for you, Rachel? I'm, I'm also not a huge, like, New Year's resolution person, so I didn't, like, write down any specific resolutions, but... I think something that 2020 taught me was just the importance of slowing down and being still and just kind of focusing in on, on everything that I have to be grateful for and appreciate. So I think carrying that over, but then also just trying to find ways to be less distracted in 2021, like intentionally leaving my phone in another room and, and uh, mm -hmm. just, yeah, being like practicing mindfulness um, throughout, throughout the day rather than just, you know, like I, I've started a meditation practice almost two years ago and that's been really powerful, but at the same time, trying to like really carry that over throughout the day rather than just for the 10 minutes that I'm meditating. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
And then I also want to know, are you guys, what do you guys do when you're not running? Are you guys really big into books? Uh, you just be binge watching Netflix and Hulu? Like, are you really into hikes? Like, what do you like to do uh, when you're not running, Winnie? Well, I'm a big, <laughs> like, I love being outdoor. Mm -hmm. So I don't like sitting and watching TV or I never finish a movie <laughs> because I can't see it. <laughs> so when I'm not running, I just um, like to be outdoor and I um, go hike or just do uh, something fun outside. I'm totally, I'm totally the opposite. Honestly, if I'm not running, I'm probably on the couch or on my computer chilling, uh, binge watching something. Like I'm just, I'm a homebody. I gotta say, I'm low-key a homebody. It's, that's just, that's just life. But then for Rachel, what about for I, you? Okay. I just, I can't, I cannot sit for 30 minutes. I have to go somewhere else or do something. You're gonna, she's gonna love, you're gonna love living in Flagstaff because countless beautiful places to walk and just sit outside and um, yeah, I'm, I'm similar to Winnie in that way. Like I love being outside. So I go for lots of walks with, with my fiance and our dogs. Um, but then also trying to recover and stay off my feet. So like mainly my favorite thing to do is, is to read. So I'm yeah, reading a lot throughout the day and, um, don't really watch many shows, but if there's like a good movie that a friend recommends, I totally like binging some, some movies. Do you have any book suggestions for us? Oh, yeah, I got, I got a long <laughs> I got a long list. Oh, favorite books. Oh, geez. Can, can I like pull up a list that you can like send out to people? I'm actually, I'm in the middle right now of A Promised Land by Barack Obama. And that is just like, oh, so, so beautiful. Um, that's, yeah, highly recommend that even though I'm not done. But favorite books of 2020. Whew, um, I would say Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday was like a good one for 2020, especially mm -hmm. just because we were all uh, quarantined or staying at home a lot more. Um, I really liked Alicia Key's book, More Myself. I thought that one, oh, that like good. that is, at a, I, I wish everyone, everyone should read that book. Um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle was also fabulous. That was a great biography, super inspiring. Um, I would say... Oh, Between the World and Me was super eye-opening and a really important read for me in 2020. Um, okay, I'll, I'll cut it off with, uh, oh, Little Fires Everywhere for people that just like page turners and and uh, quick ones. And then maybe the last one I would say was Cutting for Stone. Um, that was beautiful. That took place mainly in Ethiopia and was just another page turner that I enjoyed and lots of good lessons from that one. But yeah, those are probably my main 2020 recommendations, but I'm sure in like a couple minutes, I'll be like, wait, I should save this one too. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I could go off on tangents about books. <laughs> no, a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have a resolution to read more. So you just hooked mm -hmm. them up with a, a couple recommendations, especially, you know, since we're in quarantine, you got, you don't really got much to do. So anyone can pick up a yeah. book and, you could you could read a little bit and educate yourself or you could grow you could grow through grow grow through reading so i definitely think that's important uh but we always ask this every podcast who do you two think we should have on the next one any recommendations oh man um yeah you should get have you had Chez on yet no i think you should get Chez. he's always he's always fun 
I, you should I get Ches, Ches and Sharon together. <laughs> yes, I would. I would love. I love the. I love the couples. I love having the couples on. Yep, Ches and Sharon. That would be. That would be my recommendation. Ches in the move. Mm-hmm. Ches in the move. And then we also ask this question all the time at the end of our podcast, just for each of you. Uh, it's a kind of a deep question to end on, but I think it's also an important question as well. Just like what mark uh, do you guys feel like you want to leave on the sport when it's all said mm-hmm. and done? What do you want to be remembered by in running, I guess, uh, the best way to put it? And if Rachel, you want to start off first. So that is a deep question just to throw on us. I like it. Um, <laughs> I think if I can inspire people to kind of discover themselves more like to make to make their running like a self-discovery journey and for like to help people connect deeper with themselves and with others and and with earth like i i think the thing i'm most grateful for for the role that running's played in my mind in my life is that i've just i've learned so much about who i am as a person and and feel way more deeper connected to other people and to this planet and um, if I can somehow help other people just more deeply connect on certain levels, then then I'll feel good about leaving the sport in a little bit of a better place. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, I think I don't have anything different. I just like, uh, um, I want to inspire um, the young um, people in sport. Um, just like by sharing um, my story and um, my journey and hopefully that's going to help them to get where they want to be at and also if I can help that's like the best way that I can put um, something um, just helping people in need most definitely most definitely yeah thank you guys for coming on the podcast we really do appreciate you guys just coming on taking the time out your day and be able to be on the two black runners podcast I think this is a real good podcast it's gonna be able to introduce people the dark sky distance and be able to just give people introductory to you guys as well because i think you guys are both you guys are both three great women that are gonna do great things in the sport and i think those things will hopefully be remembered by when it's all said and done but before we get out of here aaron you got anything you got to say before we close out the pod um yeah just again uh, always thank you dark sky distance thank you rachel sharon and we for coming on and sitting through with us we went through so we went through some technical difficulties joshua was a Countless. master editor so y'all even gonna notice but we, we went through some technical difficulties to get through this but thank you for everyone that sat through all the way to the end if you listen to this far into the podcast you really are a true homie and we do appreciate you but again just thank you dark dark sky distance for coming on with us today No, thanks so much for having us, guys. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, thank you, thank you.